So the snippets is sponsored by Rene Jack Nussbaum, Lilo Nishmas, Odol Bas, Yehuda Tfi. We're up to the third Hallelujah following Ashrei. We discussed how this capital is divided in two. First, the heavenly spheres, the celestial beings sing praise to Hashem. And the second half, which talks about the earthly elements, those who inhabit the earth, also acknowledge, identify, connect with, sing the praise of Hashem. We last left off talking about this capital reflects not only the greatness, the uniqueness and singularity of the Ribbon Shalom of the Almighty, but of the godless Adam. Man is the one commanding, hallelujah, Belash and Sivui, telling all of the elements of nature how to fall in line, how to step in line and to do what they are told to do. So even though these elements each seem like they're so great, they last so much longer, they're that much more powerful, they respond to the direction, they respond to the instruction of man. The subplot of the capital is the story of godless Adam. So we're up to Man commands the highest heavens and the waters that are even above the heavens, even that which we can't see and that which we can't access and that which we don't even fully know. Wow, the power of godless Adam. Not only that which was in our vision and within our reach to control and manipulate, but even that which is so far away and distant, that too we demand to praise Hashem. We say, let all these elements praise Hashem, for it was He who commanded, He's the one who commanded, and they came into being and they were created. Now, what do they praise? They don't praise Hashem Himself. We and they can't know Him. To know Hashem, one would have to be Him. The Rambam writes, we only talk about Hashem in the negative. He's not bound by time. He's not bound by space. He's not limited in power. We can only talk about what He's not. He's not like us. What He is, that we don't know because it's outside of our familiarity. We've never experienced it. So what do we praise? We can't praise Hashem. What we can praise is Yahalaluas, shame Hashem. When we talk about connecting with or understanding Hashem, we talk about our responsibility is to make a Kiddush Hashem, not Chas V'Shalom, to make a Chilol Hashem. Hashem is Hashem. We talk about God's name as the description of who He is, of Elokus. So all we can talk about, we can't come close, we can't know Him, we know His name, we know how He chooses to let us know Him, how He chooses to let us be familiar with Him. And all these elements, all these creations should sing and praise and acknowledge and exalt Hashem. Why? Because after all, He created them at His word, at His command. They only exist due to His kindness. The Hafla writes in his Sefer on the Siddur that we get impressed by new things. Imagine today, technological breakthrough, and the, imagine the incredible uh, new creations, the innovation that we have. We're impressed by these magnificent new technologies and innovations. And the things that are in fact the most impressive, we take the most for granted. If you consider the sun, its size, its distance from earth, its illumination, its heat, if you consider the sun for one moment, we do once every 28 years, Birch HaSachama, but if in between you'd actually think about the sun, you'd say, there is nothing that can be created that can come close in comparison to the intricacy and the detail, sophistication, the magnificence of the sun. But we take for granted. You wake up, the sun rose. You go to sleep, the sun is supposed to set. So we should realize, that these most incredible, most mighty and powerful creations, He implanted them, they endure forever. He established a chok in order. There are rules. We have rules of nature. 
physics and chemistry and biology, science understands and explains, gives us a language and a vocabulary to describe and talk about nature. There are chukim, there are laws for nature. But the natural law is immutable. He put the sun in place and that's it. It's in motion, it exists, it rises and it sets with predictability. It's there, it doesn't change. The chukim of heaven are fixed. But the chukim here on earth, we have bechir achavshis. It relies on us, we have free will, we have free choice, we make decisions and they have consequences. Vaya amideim is not only a description of the sun, the moon, but also of the malachim of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's legions. They are described, vaya amideim, they are described as being omdim in the Navi. Man alone is holech, we walk, we move, we change, we evolve, we develop, we grow. But these beings, they're omdim, they're stationary, they're still. How they're created is how they're fixed, Forever they endure. And then we move over to the second section. We transition within the capital. Praise Hashem, those who are on earth, all of the taninim, these unusual creations of the sea, the cholta'omos, the depth of the sea. All of it, hallelujah, again, man, godless Adam, is commanding. You go scuba diving, you look around, you say to everything you see under the water, you know why you're here? Your existence praises, expresses the greatness. It is hallelujah, it exalts Hashem from all of these places. The Radak explains, the Pasuk doesn't mean that these things, the Taninim, the Taomos, the Aretz, they're not praising Hashem, they're not B'nai Dea. They're not animated beings. They don't have a consciousness. They don't offer praise. What it means is that we, man, look at them, we study them, we see them, we are impressed by them and inspired by them, and we are moved to praise Hashem. So it's hallelujah, Hashem. Man is really talking to fellow man. Tovar HaMelech is instructing us, hallelujah, Hashem, from where? Min ha'aretz, taninim By looking around and seeing the world in which we inhabit and the magnificence and the sophistication and the incredible uh, elements of the world, we should be moved from there to hallelujah, Hashem, to praise Hashem from there. And then the next passage, with this we end. First of all, it's very interesting. Rav Steinman in his Sefer on the Siddur, Yamale Piti Lasecha, beautiful Sefer. He describes in this passage, David Amalekh is invoking contradictory elements. Eish Uvarad, fire and hail. Fire and hail don't go together. Shelag Vikitur, snow and smoke. They're opposites. So you might think, okay, Kadesh Baruch only controls some of them, but really all of them. And some of them in an unusual collaboration or pattern, Kodesh Baruch Hu is really behind and creating and connecting all of it, everything that is there. The question is, why is it only the Ruach Se'ara Osadvaro? The stormy wind, the strong wind, that is Osadvaro. Why not the Eish Barad, Shelah Kitor? Why not the Aras, Taninim Bechol Why not all these elements be described as Osadvaro, be responding to Hashem's word? Why is that description, responding to Hashem's instruction, reserved only for the Ruach Sarah, the strong wind? I have two answers, and Mirza Shem will share them tomorrow night.